0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Golden Walkman Magazine. My name is David Walker, and I'm bringing you the second issue for March, which is poetry. And uh, I'm sorry that it's coming to you a little late. Um, Things, obviously, have gotten a little crazy um, in the world. And again, I want to uh, reiterate my sentiment from the last issue in that I'm hoping that you are safe. And that you are healthy. Um, and in this time of social distancing, maybe this can uh, bring you some distraction and, and bring something uh, to you. So let's, uh, let's get to it. This is uh, some poetry that we have um, from the poets Aston Falvalita and Darren C. Demery. And I'm very excited for this issue because it's, it's, uh, it's strange. Um, these, these two poems um, were accepted at very different times, but the, the thread and the connection between them um, I can see uh, pretty clearly. And um, I don't really want to say too much else about it because I just want you to sort of experience the love of language Um, and the voice in both these poems. So uh, here we go. Uh, We're going to start off with uh, Aston Falvalita and then we're going to hear from Darren C. Demery. So I hope you enjoy it.
1: Hi, my name is Aston Falafelida, and I'm going to be reading my poem Everyone Exists for a Reason, and this could be mine. I have the sort of head that was born to wear a lampshade. See? It fits so nicely upon my head as I stand straight and think my lamp thoughts. Hmm. That's what the electricity sounds like as it passes through me. It sounds like hmm. I'm pretty good at it, and pretty proud of how good I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. I am. I still am? I just gotta get into it. I'll hit that stride one day, and it'll finally be like I'm dead, but not gone, and also useful. So as for sort of my overall process, a lot of the times I'll just write down these sort of like one-off lines or these images or these ideas that I think are cool as they kind of like pop up. And then later I'll kind of look over them and see, you know, is there anything that I can like sort of snowball into a proper poem? Uh, And that's what I did with this one. I just wrote the line, I have the sort of head that was born to wear a lampshade somewhere in my school notebook. And then later I found it and I was like, oh, you know, this could be, this could be like an actual piece. Uh, i love using surrealism when i write i think it's it's super fun to do and it it comes across really well through poetry and it it lets you really create these impacts that you wouldn't be able to make without it you know and they can be really fun and shocking and exciting and cool uh this piece in particular was sort of this riff on like sort of romanticizing the idea of you know being an inanimate object with a singular purpose and you're good at it and that's it you know that's your entire life because you know being human is so complicated and so overwhelming that I feel like sometimes the idea of being just a simple inanimate object is kind of appealing in a way, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, for me, writing is just, it's a really fun and easy way to, like, make art, and I think it's important for people just to make things that they enjoy and that they see beauty in, you know, if it's, if it's poetry or if it's actual art or, like, baking or even, like, something like dance or music, you know, just making something that you think is pretty, it doesn't even matter if you're good at it, or if what you make is like actually quote unquote good, you know, as long as you see the beauty in it, and you enjoyed it, then it's worth it. So yeah, my writing is just sort of my attempt to just make something that I think is interesting. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to it. I, I really appreciate it.
2: It Ain't a Choir, number 112, by Darren C. Demery, recorded for Golden Walkman Magazine. The lump rises, the hallucinations end, the blood circulates as in circles the body. The right wind can end it all. How temporary consciousness can be. If you believe you are the only human that sits beneath the water To wonder if you can live beneath the water Take a hand, touch a hand, turn it over Collect each print as if it's a pearl Let the heat rise above your head The tide is the tide regardless It ain't a choir number 112, um is the beginning of the last arc of the It Ain't a Choir sequence. Uh, The whole sequence is 129 poems long, uh, and this was the one um, that was to integrate sort of the the more contemplative uh, arc. Um, I'd written uh, some sequences uh, recently that were much more meant uh, to incite uh, to carry over um, uh, sort of in the political spectrum. And I wanted to work on a sequence uh, that could stand alone as an individual's cry. Um, and uh, number 112, the inspiration for starting the arc there, was that I was trying to use uh, sort of 30 poem uh, uh, arcs to to move the sequence into a situation where the the voice in the poems could uh, contemplate uh, and challenge uh, their concept of reality and what it means to be alive. Uh, and yes, alone, it's uh, it's a sequence meant to challenge group think versus individual think and finding a place um, in our in our times. And number 112 is meant to be the, the steadying poem that leads to one more dive into the general questions that the, the sequence is trying to address. Um, this was the, the poem uh, at the beginning of the arc to, to level things out before we went uh, down the rabbit hole again, as it were. So all of the, all the motivating factors for this sort of short prose poem in the sequence itself, when read as a whole, um, are really meant to be the last time you're on even footing uh, looking at the world uh, in a way uh, that the voice in the poems uh, sort of needs to bring the reader back into a safe place before things devolve again. Um, the inspiration for it really was uh, the mapping I had done sound mapping for the different sequences and the different arcs um, the different themes uh, in the sequence uh, led me to a place I needed uh, the water and I needed difficult breathing and I needed um, to have an ease and uh, even uh, flowing sort of thing with the poem so uh, in, in fitting with the sequence as a whole this was a pivotal poem to get things into the final act, the last arc uh, of the sequence as a whole. So in the 129 poems, uh, number 112 really was important uh, to sort of be that final uh, resting trigger before the madness and the the loudness of the rest of the sequence uh, can play out.